I, uh, so, I, um, words, god damn it. Um. <laughs> well, hello and welcome to the Belligerent Gamers Podcast. I am your host this week, Brent, a.k.a. Chunkasaurus Rex. With me tonight is my, uh, my, uh, normal co-host uh zach aka shockwave and uh lost at sea still is jeremy aka infamous uh he will be back eventually uh, the best thing about that was you calling me normal so thank okay yeah my my typical co-host let's let's rephrase that kind of an asshole nope. so i wouldn't say you put it out there yeah and then uh, with us tonight, too, we have a couple special guests tonight to talk about the game that we'll be reviewing. Uh, we have Phil, a.k.a. Uh, Stealthy Climax. Hello. And uh, he's making a return after the Doom episode where we ended up also talking about uh, Destiny 2 and the shame, shameful amount of time he has into that. And uh, also tonight with us is his better half... Lindsay, a.k.a. Armed Daisies. Oh, Sorry. thank you. Smashing Daisies. Yeah, one of those. I've, yeah. I've used both as my tags, so that works. Yeah, you really just hate daisies, don't you? <laughs> I just want to see them die. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, getting into it. We'll just jump right into it, into the news. Zach, you want to give us the uh, news? Yell. Sure, why not? So no man's sky. Oh no, Looks I like got the, the yell for... Oh god, god damn, it. damn it! You had one no. job. <laughs> do it again. You said, "Well, you want." You said, "Do you want to give us the news?" And I started in with the news. No, I said the news yell. Okay, well I didn't hear the yell oh. part. You cut out a little bit. Okay, well you want to give us the yell. Long pause. News. Thank you. Uh, I'm not editing any of that out. By the way, that's staying in there. People got to see how the sausage is made, <laughs> a.k.a. the shit show that is this podcast. A.k.a. lazy editing. Yeah. yeah. Well, tomato, tomato. Uh, no Man's Sky has a horror update. Uh, one second. Right in the middle of me getting ready to look at that article, I had an update pop up, and I had to yell, no, fuck you, minus the yelling. I was screaming it in my heart. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, No Man's Sky, uh, which many people will remember the launch of, was a catastrophic failure. Uh, it has a new update called Desolation that is turning the game into basically kind of a horror game. Um, it, it has had that before with uh, Whispering Eggs. Uh, they're items that can uh, create biological horrors. Um we're talking terror games, not whores. Um, like what Frank Reynolds from Horror. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia would find. Yeah. Um, Want to clarify. Uh, it is a 2.6... Uh, it, well, it's I think it's update 2.6. Um, it's got improved lighting effects, new items, better inventory, uh, customization options for capital ships... Um, but it is going to also have uh, procedurally generated abandoned freighters. Um, everything in this game is procedurally generated. It's um, 
you know, with the planets and everything, people can go find these planets and name new planets and everything. They're now going to do this also with freighters, and they're going to have hazards. Uh, each one's going to have a different design. There's going to be disasters that cause the crew to leave or die. Um, you know, lots of lots, lots of dangers inside. Flickering lights, failed life support and gravity systems, rogue security, AI, and ominous nests of alien creatures. So that looks fun. Zach, have you ever really played No Man's Sky? Nope. At launch, I was considering it, but then after that dumpster fire of a launch, I still <laughs> haven't touched it. Honestly, I wasn't sure how popular it still was or if they were doing any active development. So, Oh, see, though, this is definitely one of those uh, rags-to-riches stories on the on the launch because people, like, oh, yeah. were wanting to, like, murder the CEO of, of the company that made the game. And now it's actually apparently a lot better. Um, I've heard that it took some time to develop it. Why they didn't just wait the extra time before launch, I don't know. Uh, Phil, what do you know about it? Well, with the update, uh, No Man's Sky Next, that's when I started to play it. I haven't played it probably since about that update. But that's when the game started to feel more how it was intended to be in the beginning. And that oh, that sucked me in so bad. Uh, Lindsay can attest. I I would play that for like ten hours straight and just get lost in it. It was it's like space Minecraft, but with so much more. Okay, so when you say you'd get lost in it for like ten hours, like Lindsay, I'm gonna ask you this question. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one to Destiny two, how bad was it? <laughs> I would say it was worse because he wasn't playing with other people for the most part. It was just by himself. So he was just laser focused on the TV <laughs> doing nothing, not blinking. And I wouldn't know what he was doing for hours. And all of a sudden he'd be like, I haven't blinked. And his eyes were bleeding. And I'm like, you haven't eaten also all day. <laughs> What's happening? Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah. Truly like. It, it is a great game. I, I haven't done a whole lot with the uh, latest expansions. I hopped on for a little bit. They changed the power sources, and I didn't really like it compared to how um, I used to know it. Um, I just wasn't used to it, so I didn't really fall back into it as hard. But yeah, See, when I first started playing next the next up, update, it was so fun. See, yeah, I, actually, I might play that now. That sounds really good. Based on the story, well, don't forget we have Killing Killing Floor Two to play a lot of too. But yeah, yeah, on, oh yeah, yeah. Based um, on on I, the story though of when you first got into uh, uh, No Man's Sky, I you might want to stay away from it for a little bit, man. Like that's that's concerning. I. No, no, I'm going to fall back into it hard. After learning about this update, it looks so fun. I loved Dead Space. So, like, a Dead Space mixed with No Man's Sky, I think is going to be super fun. Yeah, and it sounds like it's going to be kind of comparative to that. I did see something about it being kind of close to Dead Space. And, I don't know, maybe I'll... I've got some time coming up here that maybe I'll have a look at at No Man's Sky and see if that's one I want to play or not, so... Uh, yeah. Moving on, uh, there was a Twitter hack attack. Uh, it was a Nigerian hack over, and it was a Bitcoin scam. Uh, it was basically what they did is they would hack the accounts of famous people and tweet out that for every one thousand dollars in Bitcoin that was sent to 
a certain address, uh, a certain um, Bitcoin address. For every $1,000 they'd get, it would be doubled. Uh, so it's kind of the old classic scam. Um, the hackers stole over $53,000 in Bitcoin within, several, within a few minutes. And the hacked accounts included Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and Warren Buffett in a way to try to help uh, add, add some uh, credibility to this hack. Uh, a lot of it said something along the lines of, I'm going to give back to my community as a result of COVID for every, you know, I'm going to double every Bitcoin donation I get, so or every amount of Bitcoin I get. So if I get $1,000 in Bitcoin, I'll send you $2,000. Uh, a lot of people actually fell for it. Uh, I want to point out that at Belligerent Pod, our Twitter handle did not get hacked. We are not rich enough for that. We are not famous enough for that. We tweet out our own dumb shit. Uh, we do that on our own, so that was not something that has to be worried about for us. Anyone got anything they want to add? Uh, the best part of that was that all the blue check marks were suspended for a bit. They None of them could tweet. They could only retweet items, so it was like a peaceful, just nice time on Twitter for the few hours that they were down. Was or was great. it the whole day? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it was only a few hours. It was, but yeah, I mean, Twitter's usually kind of a garbage pail of despair. But yeah, I mean, that wouldn't have been so bad. Um, I, I, I mean, know, did they ever find anything out with that? Like yeah. how they got hacked? Because I doubt like Elon Musk and Bill Gates are using like password one two three. Yeah, I, as their actually, password. <laughs> the way it sounds, it was actually less an actual hack and more of a social engineering. Um. So it was like someone that had access to, like, the Twitter headquarters did it mm -hmm. um, or allowed it to happen in some way. It was, it was kind of a social engineering thing instead of an actual hack. But for all intents and purposes, it was a hack. So um, moving on, we do have our first uh, known casualty in the Marvel Cinematic Universe to uh, COVID-19. Um, and that is Falcon and Winter Soldier. It is officially being delayed. Well, yeah, I, I guess I was going to say, well, Black Widow, but uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is officially being delayed due to COVID-19. And unlike Black Widow, we have no idea when it's going to release. Uh, it was set to release next month in August on Disney+. Plus. Um, however, it is now kind of Disney's hoping to some point soon have a new release date for the series but they don't yet. Production had to be stopped in May because of COVID. And um, other other Disney productions and Marvel productions that have been postponed include uh, Black Widow, which was supposed to come out in May. And uh, that had to be postponed because everything was shut down. That's now November 6th. And then The Eternals, which were supposed to be... That was supposed to come out November 6th. Uh, that's been pushed back to 2021. So we, we do have release dates for those. Sounds like those are kind of done already. However, Falcon and Winter Soldier, we don't have anything on when that's coming. It will be coming out, but it is delayed right now. Anyone? Well, they could just uh, fill in some of the unfilmed um, areas with, like, uh, what was that show? Hey, babe, what was that show? I'm sorry, what? 
You remember that show? They they did cartoons instead of live action. Oh shit! Yeah, the blacklist. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was so, the worst. Yeah, during COVID shutdown, like they they had they just did voice acting and then filled in some of the live action with cartoons. Wait, wait, and wait! Are I you, don't. Are you talking the blacklist <laughs> like with James Spader? Yes. Yeah. Holy shit! I need to find this. What? You need to look it up. It's, it's such a fucking train wreck. Yeah, it's not great. I knew it's, nothing uh, of the like. Honestly, when you were saying that they were gonna, they should do that. I was picturing something kind of like The Simpsons, where they do like some random voice editing for when they get rid of Poochie, or shit like that. <laughs> I, I, I honestly didn't think a show had actually done that, let alone yeah. that show. Like not you not know, that that show's it, huge anymore, from, but it's like really, really. It was their season fin- like finale of the entire show ever. Wait, that was <laughs> the series finale of the show. Four and it's done now, so they're not making any more. So they went out in this way, and it reminds me of that story you told when that college had their oh the butt plug robots. Yes, exactly. It looks like the same situation where they didn't consult actual people who make animations. <laughs> they were just, who can do it? You, fine. And you like, can't see it right care. now, but I have the biggest fucking grin on my face. <laughs> yeah. Because look, I need to up. find yeah. this. this Hopefully they're like the old school South Park by just moving around car- uh, paper. Just... It's like fucking Terrence and Philip <laughs> too. Like, it's that animation. Kind of... Yeah, they'll be the Canadians. Yeah, yeah, so it's like heads, they just cut the heads in half attach. and did it that way because that's just easier than having to have different shapes for the mouths. Yeah. I need to find... Th- oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So that being said, I'll take any delay over that option. Sounds about as amazing as this holiday special chunk. The Star Wars... Oh yeah, yeah. No, so the Star Wars holiday special that I keep telling you about that we're going to do a reaction hopefully around the holidays for... Uh, Lindsay oh, and Phil. Yeah, I've forced Lindsay and Phil to sit through it what three times now. Has it been three already? I think it's only. I think it might be two. I, you know, when you've watched it as many times as I have, you kind of <laughs> lose all ability to count and any will to live. So, kind of a masochist. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I I guide others to a treasure that I have to yeah. bear through. He um, still has not successfully convinced me to watch it yet, though. Yeah, I know. I did yeah. convince Book to. <laughs> I did convince him to. Um, yeah, that. Oh my God. Yeah, the, the. And last year, Lindsay and Phil, like they went all out for the holiday special too. It was awesome. We we had blue milk. We had uh, little lightsaber pretzels. Giant covered ones. Giant Rice Krispie bar Yoda. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 it was good. Oh, yeah, my hands were, like, just dyed green after making that. I smelled so <laughs> much food coloring in there. That's uh, My favorite part of you guys getting ready for that was how you guys were treating it like the Great British Baking Show. And it's like, <laughs> we only have an hour, come on! Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, exactly what it felt like, too. And yeah. it was just you. You were the only guest, so it was just... <laughs> Yeah, and that's I had I had to bear through that thing fucking sober, and it's like I refuse to do that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys were troopers because you bared through it with me too sober, and it's like I kept telling you fucking drink, like, come on, <laughs> like this is horrifying. But yeah, that was that was a that was a very entertaining night. That ah uh, the before times and the pre-COVID. Ah uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I miss that. So. 
let us get on to the big game review. And this week, we are talking about a game that we have mentioned briefly, Animal Crossing. Uh, and I want to lead off this discussion uh, about Animal Crossing, first of all, with a tweet that Lindsay has shared with me uh, from Tom Nook. It says, hey, villagers, we've heard your feedback and we have decided to allow you to move your resident services building. To begin moving resident services, please follow the steps in the tweet below. Step one, suck my ass. <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, I great. love that account so much. That Which, just sums up it perfectly. Everything that you think you, you want as quality of life updates in the game that would speed up gameplay, you just won't get. The, this game is all about taking it easy and being slow. <laughs> but I have... I think that the last last week I told you I was almost at 500 hours and I'm I'm definitely past 500 hours at this point but well, uh, that's why <laughs> Phil and I work so well with the video games and why I don't have a problem with him having huge <laughs> hours in Destiny I have just as many hours in Animal Crossing. Well, You're I catching know, up to my Destiny two time. Yeah, it, to be honest, neither of you should really be proud of of any of that. <laughs> <laughs> says the guy who has like 11 days in call of duty but uh neither here nor there uh i know i the uh main thing that sticks with me on this game for sure is that night we were facetiming and you showed me that you can have your character take a shit <gasps> oh yeah yeah it's it's details like that in this game that will surprise you and keep you coming back for more like realizing that your character will poop yeah. You don't expect it. <laughs> so, but that's I, that's just a way to clear your fruit, uh, so that you aren't accidentally chopping all your trees down, or breaking your rocks. So I know, uh, Lindsay, you kind of wanted a heads up on what the questions were, and I told you no, uh, we yep. don't do that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, just general discussion of the game. Uh, first of all, go ahead and why don't you tell me what programming language this game was coded in? <laughs> oh, I'm so happy you asked that. I definitely know the answer. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't actually give a shit about that. Please go ahead and give us an overview <laughs> about what is this game about? Uh, I, I, can we get the fill the fill version and then I can fill in the gaps? Oh, no. They, were, they already got Hold my on, no. Version. His name is Phil because he's supposed to fill in the gaps. Oh, <laughs> I had a nickname. It was called Phil McCracken. So that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that before. Yeah, that was when I played billiard league. Say, so. hey, Bill McCracken. <laughs> hey, it's like old forty-year-old man. We're excited to see me. <laughs> Wait, you were like when you were doing billiard league? You, weren't you like twelve years old? I was fifteen. I don't want to talk about it. I'm Sounds sorry. like a fifteen-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> and it was forty-year-olds who gave you this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway. What kind uh, of hillbilly? Like, yeah. hold on, I gotta ask, because it sounds like you lived in a real hillbilly town. How many, like, no, it really wasn't. It illicitly was, it was, um, rich people were there? Like, not that, like, how many people were there in this town that got rich doing probably illegal things? You guys have dirt roads? Oh, well, I mean, it was Farmington, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that was it. The billiard hall was the place to be. Um, and the, yeah, that was, that was it. That's all they had. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. They have a steakhouse in Farmington, which is, it has a reputation. Um, we well, I mean, hear about. is it a good reputation or yeah, hey, if you yeah, go there, you'll get really... explosive diarrhea like Taco you... Bell. No, no, no. If you ever happen to, you know, going up to 35, uh, up towards Minneapolis and you see an exit for Farmington or Lakeville, go, go to the steakhouse. It's, it's good stuff. It's really cheap and it's amazing. Okay. But I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure this isn't like the Taco Bell colon cleanse here that. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Well, that's, that's nifty. Uh, so anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, why don't you that's give us an term. overview of the game and Phil McCracken will fill, fill in the gaps here. Cause that's his name. <laughs> okay. So animal crossing is the game for you. If you really love chores. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically just task based. So every day we, Phil will hop on if he wants to, but really we're just looking at doing your daily tasks. When you're first starting out, you have kind of set goals that you're working towards, but it doesn't take too long to knock those out. And before you know it, you're just working on goals that you've set for yourself to make the game entertaining. So, like right now, I'm working on getting all of the colors of flowers by doing creative breeding with the flowers and that's my thing right now but other people work on designing their islands and collecting items making lots of money which are called bells in the game um collecting all of the fish and fossils and bugs and pieces of art those are all things that you can spend your time doing and you can do it for a little bit of every day you can do it for a lot of every day like i do but it just kind of depends, and you can take it as fast or as slow as you want. So I'm kind of picturing it as, like, in Rick and Morty, the VR game, where he's playing through that guy's life in VR. Is it kind of like that? Yeah. It, it's like a life simulator, for sure, but yeah. way cuter. <laughs> we have... Freaking um, life with cartoon graphics. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And we have uh, animal villagers. That's why it's called Animal Crossing. So I have... I guess nine, nine other villagers on the island right now that we get to meet. They might move out. We might get some new ones. But... Oh, did you ever get rid of that asshole one that you hated? We did, Walker. Oh my gosh. Walker. Oh, he was so weird. He would always say weird, weird shit like, "Oh, I got this because the bugs told me to." Like, wait, what? What? What'd you say? The bugs in my walls. I'm pretty sure are they were just simulating too. Like, what do you do if you have a suspected uh, Unabomber wannabe? Like, yeah, you know, it's kind yeah. of a life lesson simulation there, too, of how do you handle this? But in Basically, cute cartoon graphics. Nice to <laughs> yeah. And you just seems to be nice a common to him theme. until he decides to leave. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> it seems to be a common theme because I've watched a couple of YouTubers that were playing it and they were like, I fucking hate Wanda. What the fuck is she doing? <laughs> like, why do people just hate these virtual people? Virtual animals. It's it's crazy how how much people hate certain villagers and hate their designs when really their their personalities are all basically nice. You get really weird ones like we had, but uh, Phil and I were just talking about this. The there's boy villagers and girl villagers, and the girl oh, villagers are all they're like ooh a little snooty or really nice or peppy or 
um, like sisterly, and then yeah. the boy villagers. Yeah, let me tell you, they're all assholes. It's like lazy asshole, mean asshole, uh, jock asshole. Like what? But there's just not a nice guy. There's Unabomber just only... asshole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Is there a pedo bear in this game? <laughs> well, you know, I look at I look at some of the characters from this game and they look kind of like anamorphs that got stuck mid-transition to being back to a human. Oh. Yes, because they all walk on their their hind legs. So, they're all bipeds, but they don't wear pants. So, well, neither do I, so I got something in common with them. <laughs> Hey, you want to be my next villager? I'll just have you move in. I think the pantsless animals would be less disturbing. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Uh, so why? Okay, so Phil McCracken, I got something for you to fill. I got a crack for you to fill in. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know we've talked a little bit. It's Brent's. Yeah, yeah, specifically mine. <laughs> no. Um, God, that's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Uh, and I'm so glad that the first time I heard of that was recording a podcast. I am so Oh, happy. absolutely. Yeah, Me I am, too. Like, I am yeah. so fucking happy about that now. Uh, <laughs> have you over for Bonfire? Lindsay, Phil McCracken. Uh, so we, we've touched on it before, uh, and, and it was mentioned briefly, too. Why don't you go ahead and explain to us the economics behind Animal Crossing? Oh, yeah. So, so like Lindsay said, uh, the money is bells. Um, and, I mean, if you sell, like, a good fish or something, it's, like, six or 8000 And if you sell a more common fish, like a mackerel or something, it's, like, 300-ish or, you know. Um now and I gotta ask with the fish, have, like, are they making another game called Underwater Animal Crossing? So like, it's the fish walking around, kind of like SpongeBob, but then all of a sudden you just see the, the fish like, disappear I to mean, the I'd sky. Yeah, I love that because you're like that. catching the fish, and so you're pulling you them out of one. Copyright that. Uh, if you don't, I will. That's a good idea. Yeah. Might be you might get sued from the creators of SpongeBob, but. Anyway, continue. Well, now I will. Well, yeah. <laughs> so continue about selling fish and, and all that. And so that's bills. just, uh, yeah, so that's just kind of an idea where, like, how, how much things are valued. Um, and now they added swimming in the ocean, so you can jump on the ocean and dive and collect, like, anemones and barnacles and, and just ra- random stuff. Um and those those sell for a bit more than your normal stuff. Well, yeah, it's uh, hazard pay. But I, I touched on the last time I was on the show. I I talked about turnips. Now this is this is Lindsay's like drug money, like <laughs> just a hard addiction to turnips. She's stopped. She's she stopped for for a good while now. But oh man, um, so there's like a black market of turnips online. So let's say you buy like a thousand turnips for a hundred a piece. Um, then throughout the week, you want to sell them to your local shop on your island or your friend's island. So you can keep in touch with your friends and see who has, you know, the better prices for these turnips so you can turn a profit. Except for on the internet, 
you can get like friend codes and stuff or, or just lobbies where you can join people that have like turnips worth 600 bells so you can get six times your value of what you put in and oh it gets it gets like cutthroat online people people cut in line and 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 drop people out of their lobby and i'll just come home from work and uh lindsay will be like yeah i just made two million bells today and that's that's enough to pay off a good chunk of your house but like we don't we already paid off our houses so I don't know what we need that money for anymore. The reason we need more money is because there are other items in the game that cost lots of bells. So I'm just saying, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get all up in arms about that. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, what, I just want to clarify quickly at? too here. Like this isn't for your actual retirement or anything, or you're paying <laughs> off your actual house. This is in game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is correct. This is uh, not real money. <laughs> not real. Yeah, I, I just want to I just want to clarify because you're talking about yeah, paid off our houses and everything, and it's like, let's clarify. This is this is in the game. Oh yeah. But that's part of the appeal of it is you can do all of this stuff in the game, as though you're living a normal life in a society yeah. that you know you can afford things in. I mean, we can't really do that in it's really a, a millennial dream game. It's it's really nice. I would you laugh if they had it. like a financial counselor character in there, and it was a ram, and it was called Dave Ramsey, like Dave Ramsey, <laughs> the financial counselor. <laughs> but just make it a ram. <laughs> That'd be so cute. Well, that's a second idea. Uh, so. We know we know it's kind of a, a little bit of a life simulator. What you you also mentioned that like you go out and collect the bugs and everything too. Um, can you like with these turnips though? Like, can you plant them and then have to harvest them? Like, is that one of the chores you have to do? Is harvesting these turnips, or do you go like just try to basically be a turnip reseller? Turnip reseller, yeah, yep. just reselling. Just you reselling. can plant and grow other things like. Uh, different types of fruit trees or like flowers you can you can breed those flowers and then sell them to make and money trees as well you can oh, yeah. literally plant bells to grow a money tree and it'll triple your investment hmm. up to ten thousand bells um yeah. so it's not it's not crazy great investment it's not tur- it's not going to replace turnips if you're looking to to speed up the game a little bit but it helps right so not only is it a life simulator, it's a hedge fund manager simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, so another question I had um, in response to the Tom Nook uh, about moving the resident services building, uh, and I actually asked you this too, Lindsay. So, okay, I did step one. What's step two? Suck my ass. Well, I already did that for step one. For. <laughs> I, I already said step one's done. What? What's okay, two? okay. Uh, all right. So you actually still can't move residential services. That's just hard set in your game from the time that you pick out your island scheme. So uh, some people have really nice, lucky island picks where their airports line up with their resident services and it just looks beautiful. You walk out of the airport and the resident services is immediately towards you. Um, but your islands 
you pick it at the beginning of the game, you can kind of choose between four different layouts, uh, four basic island schemes, and that is it. It's your island for the rest of the time. You can't change the river mouths, uh, which you get one on each side of the island, and you can't change the large rocks and uh, beach beaches around your island either. So, But as you progress through the game, you eventually unlock the ability to do terraforming, and you can move... Uh, like you can build cliffs and you can level your entire island if you don't want any cliffs on your island you can make ponds and rivers and lakes and uh, just everything you can make mazes some people have made incredible huge labyrinths in their islands and paths and things for people to run through and it's it's just amazing what people have done with it and what i have done with it is so nothing compared to what other people have been able to do the way you were building that up i really expected more from you i know i'm so sorry (laughs) when i look at what other people have done and they're like oh my gosh i've spent oh i've spent 200 hours in the game and all i have is this and you see what they've done and it's like just jaw dropping it's it's like someone actually like a game designer was in there creating this whole city world for you to play in and they just did it in 250 hours and i have 500 and i've got this like backwoods village it's yeehaw i i don't know i don't understand how people can make it so amazing you have to put a lot of time into it and have a really good idea of how to plan ahead because it does take if you want to move any buildings that takes a day to move it that you have to ask them on the day you want to move it so you say hey Hey, Ralph, can I move your house? And Ralph is like, yeah, hell yeah, you can move it. You pick out his new spot. You put his house there. The next day it shows up. And then you have to do that individually every single day for anything that you want to move. Yeah, but she's being a a bit humble. Um, So you do have the option to change the date on your switch. So you can time travel. uh, But we we don't do that. So a lot of these islands that have these just epic buildings in the right places and all, all of these nice walkthroughs and everything a lot of them have time traveled so they've they've got everything out of the game that they can possibly get ahead of time when they would have naturally gotten it hmm. um, but we we try not to do that so that way we don't kill the game all at once right well you know it's I have the ability actually to time travel I don't know if you guys knew this but I have the ability to try time travel but only forward in time and at the rate of 60 seconds equals a minute so that's a that's a really good time that's amazing yeah Yeah. you've never told us that before yeah can i borrow that no yeah so (laughs) i i have to ask as well you mentioned the fish and yet we have all these anthropomorphic animals running around on on the island and then um fish that are not are there other animals too you mentioned insects that you can collect uh are there like you know, is it kind of like a Goofy and Pluto situation where Goofy's a dog and Pluto's a pet dog, but, like, one is obviously evolutionarily advanced further than the other. Um, obviously, yes. Pluto being the smarter one than Goofy. So, yeah. um, is there anything like that where, like, your your dog resident can have a pet dog? There is, yes, there is something like that. We don't have any, but there are hamster villagers, which are so fat and cute and fluffy and dumb looking and you can also have a a little pet hamster in a cage 
and you can give that little pet hamster in a cage to a hamster villager. I, I want nothing more than that, but it's so <laughs> hard to get a new villager. <laughs> well, yeah, you have to chase out the weirdos first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, is there more that you want to add about this game, too, that we haven't touched on? I'm, I'm sure there probably is. <gasps> Yes, yes, I, absolutely. So one of those games that's kind of hard to ask questions about because I I've never I've not spent a lot of time in it aside from watching no. uh you play Animal Crossing over FaceTime again when I saw you have your character go take a shit and I thought, "Huh, that's kind of weird." <laughs> I would say one of the big things that we were thinking about that was is so exciting about this game is that they're updating it kind of in real time. So Every season, you get a free update from the developers. So it's, for instance, in the summer, they gave us diving. And the time travelers, even if the time travelers had traveled from spring all the way to winter, they wouldn't have been able to do diving in the summer. They would have had to wait for this update to come out. And they're going to keep releasing these updates and give us just a little bit more and a little bit more of the game all the way up until March of next year. And that's when the the full game, I guess, is released. But it's just really exciting to be in the game right now because when it starts getting a little stale, it's almost like they feel it and they give you a new update with all this new stuff to to try and and to do to take up time in your day. Um, And I don't know, I just I'm really excited about about that part because you can take breaks from it when you're kind of done with what they've given you. Like last month we had the wedding event, which you go and you, you took pictures of these, I don't know, alpacas or something. And they were renewing their vows, (laughs) but uh, that was really dumb. And the, the events are hit and miss, but they're new and they're still developing stuff for us. So that's my big thing. I think. Okay. Zach, you got any questions? Or are no, you just trying my to head. Not, you're good? I'm just trying not to die. Yeah, I was going to say, point. are you just trying not to have heat stroke right now? Because you spent all day <laughs> working outside. So That's pretty much what I'm doing. And also, like, trying to stay awake. Yeah. I, I kind of figured that you were probably dragging ass tonight after I kept getting your snaps of building a path. I was like, oh, he's not going to have a good time later. He's going to want to go to bed by 8. And yet we're I wasn't keeping... having a good time when I sent you those snaps either, so. <laughs> It's well, yeah, the one that shade. said something like "pray for me" or whatever, I was like, "Oh, this is not going Say well." Something nice at my funeral. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, that was. It's like, oh, this is not going well. So, um, so I guess last questions I have. Um, I'm assuming you don't put five hours into or five hundred hours into a game, and think, oh, this game's shit. Um. Maybe you do, but I'm kind of doubting it. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give this game? Yeah, I I think uh, individual, if it's just me playing, it's got to be like a 9.5. It's almost perfect. It's my ideal kind of game to play. It's very low stress. I love it. But I do like playing games with Phil. So, anything that we have that has the ability to have multiplayer has to be good. This does have online multiplayer as well as local, and it's just not that fun. <laughs> it's okay, but there's it's just not that good. When you have two players in on local, the second player just gets the shaft on everything. It's like nothing they do counts. So even if you, if 
Phil will get in with me on my game and then he'll try and do his dailies, but they don't actually count unless he logs in completely separately after we end the session with multiplayer. So it it's not great there, but at the same time, like the online multiplayer has been the best online multiplayer that I think Nintendo has been able to put out ever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's been, I mean, that's a pretty low bar because Nintendo's <laughs> online is awful, but yeah, they've never really had much online stuff. Been all right with uh, with Animal Crossing. Okay, they have your favorite game on their chunk. Fortnite. Oh, oh god, I hate oh. Fortnite. <laughs> I hate Fortnite so much. Uh, all right, so both of you, uh, Lindsay, you're giving it a nine point five. Phil, I never actually heard an actual score out of you. Uh that that's a that's a tough one. So, so that is that is Lindsay's kind of ideal type of game. Um, it's it's had a harder time holding my attention. I was gonna say so I'm hearing like, you dance around this and like yeah yeah he's trying not to upset her is what he's trying to do right i i want to i don't want to sleep on the couch tonight so and it's a very comfortable couch though (laughs) no i i think i think all around it's a really good game i think nintendo has a lot of good support for it so the it's basically a living game for that entire year and who knows if it's successful enough they might keep up the the content but um yeah, uh, considering how many hours my, only my profile has put in, not not Lindsay's, but mine, I think I have over over a hundred hours since we got it, and I think that's right up there with like Sea of Thieves and Destiny Two, and well, and Overwatch. Now I've been playing that a lot, but yeah, I've seen you've been playing uh, that one a lot too. Yeah, so I I would rate it pretty high. I don't think I've played it as as much as Lindsay, so I can't give it a fair rating, but definitely, definitely high towards eight or nine, I would say. I was going to say, you know, you you can't, you you, can't play it as much as me. We would need two switches if you did. Well, and, and you also say that you haven't played it as much as Lindsay. You've still got over a hundred hours in it from the sounds of it, from what you said. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, so to okay. sit there and say, oh, I haven't My got enough hours in it to give it a fair rating. Game. You've put more hours into it than you work in two weeks, buddy. Yeah. Well, COVID, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they if they fixed, if they improved online play a little, or not online, local play a little bit, and if they revamped fishing, because let me tell you, I hate fishing in that game. If they revamped that, I would give it like, a 9.5. I think it's pretty good. Right. But the fishing brings it down a little bit. Now, one thing I got to ask, too, with the fishing, is it like Sea of Thieves, where if you just eat raw fish like I did that one time, you'll get sick? <laughs> Start puking all over you. <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. You, you actually can't eat it. You can only sell it. Oh. Or okay. set it free. Or show it off. Or put it up in your house. Or give it to Blathers. You can only do all of those things. <laughs> you can only do one of seven <laughs> things. <laughs> so, oh uh, i guess i didn't explain it blathers is the museum guy so he loves getting all the fish and bugs and, and uh, actually blathers I, on that's I why really it's called blathers like yeah yes you can you 
you donate your the first time you catch all of these different bugs and fish or uh, fossils that you dig up and then you can later on come in and visit all of those things again and it's that's a really cool feature in the game i like that a lot all right uh so we'll go ahead and and wrap it there on animal crossing uh moving on to our last bit that we i did not put in the outline so this is going to be a surprise to you guys and something that we haven't done a ton of. What are you looking forward to? We're going to start with Zach, because he's the quietest. I'm assuming his what is he looking forward to is going to be something along the lines of going to bed and trying not to die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not too far away from that. <laughs> Sorry, waiting to see when this thing dries. This is the first time I've ever done concrete, so looking forward to it hopefully not cracking right away, because mm-hmm. then I might end up killing myself. Well, let, yeah. let's hope that doesn't happen. Because that, that, would, that would not be fun. Uh, it'd be then just me hosting this thing, and that would be a nightmare. Uh, but if you do have cracks, uh, let me know. I can help you out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll give you a call, and you can come film for me. <laughs> uh, we'll go ahead and go with Lindsay. What are you looking forward to? Uh, well, actually, Phil and I did prepare for this a little bit. We looked at the Game Informer, and uh, I think that the things that we were checking out were kind of along the lines of the PS5 stuff. So we we were thinking about Miles Morales, but we decided that that would just be like make the PlayStation a Spider-Man <laughs> machine, not worth the money. But we're so excited for Pokemon Snap to come back out. That's the most stupidly fun game that was on the 64. Yeah. Love the original. So I'm kind of looking forward to this one. It's going to be so cute. But apart from that, I'm just looking forward to finishing Okami. I started that and I have uh, 20 hours in so far. It's so good. If you, I've never played it before, but it's an older one. They released it on the Switch and it reminds me of Zelda. It's so beautiful. All right. Uh, did you have more you wanted to add to that too, or? No. Okay, I thought I heard something as I said. All right. Uh, well then, Phil, why don't you go ahead and fill us in? Uh, um, God. Well, that's... now I'm excited for No Man's Sky because I I didn't really read much about it. I saw on uh, the subreddit. I just got a notification that you know it's a update i didn't i didn't know it was going to be this cool until he kind of told us about it so i'm really looking forward to playing that um there's a paper mario coming out that looks decent or i guess it's already out so i might i might i might play that i'm, I'm not sure i'm really bad at playing paper mario i'm still in 64 one um and destiny has a fairly large dlc coming out this fall i just got postponed by I think like two months so hopefully that means it's going to be better if they you know take their time on it uh, we'll see yeah I, I've been burnt by them before so I'm uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's going to be good they said they're going to add uh, new subclasses so right now there's like three different elements it's like solar arc and void and now there's going to be like a darkness subclass is um, I'm not sure if it's actually confirmed, but it's definitely rumored. 
and I think it's data mined actually, but that sounds very exciting. When they add new subclasses and new abilities, uh, it kind of brings the game back to life. So I, I think it'll be a good DLC. Um, and with with any delays, I'm glad they're not going to make it a cartoon. I just take your time and and do it right. Don't don't finish it with a cartoon. Oh man, that would be great though if they just changed it <laughs> and it was all like Paper Mario animations, 2D. <laughs> uh, that'd be fun. I that'd like be that amazing. Idea. Uh, what am I looking forward to? I'm looking for. Well, actually, uh, Lindsay, why don't you ask me? Hey, what are you looking forward to? Well, funny you would ask. Uh, I'm looking forward to... I just downloaded Killing Floor 2 that I'm going to play a lot with Phil. Uh, and then I just yeah. also bought Far Cry 4 for like 5 bucks on Steam. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to get a lot of time into that game here in the next couple weeks too. I uh, really enjoyed Far Cry 5, so I figured I would go to the next logical step and play Far Cry 4 as opposed to New Dawn. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to be doing a lot of that too. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, Zach, why don't you give us our, uh, weekly non-sponsored humble bundle? What, what do we got on humble bundle? All right. This week you we actually have, have up, a right? destiny sale. Yeah. Okay. We have a destiny sale. So they're selling the upgrade edition and then the, I don't know if it's the latest DLC, but it's shadow keep. On sale. Well, coincidentally, we have the Destiny expert on on the line here. Phil, is that yeah, most recent? Yeah, if it's on sale, I, w- I would probably get it at full price. Maybe not, but on sale, definitely. Yeah, I think it's worth it. Yeah, right now it is twenty ninety nine. Oh yeah, bargain. They also have since you brought it up. They also have Paper Mario, the Origami King. It's not on sale. But if you're trying to justify buying a game, get it through Humble Bundle, and some of your, you know, money goes towards a charity. So you just justified buying your sixty dollar game. There you go. And for some reason, uh, Beat Your Meat Saber is still on sale. Seems like it's on sale every time I look at this website. They just really want people to beat their meat. It's healthy. Now, if if I had a virtual reality rig or a computer that I could handle that for that better, I would I would I beat my Meat Saber all the time because yeah. that game is super fun. Uh, one thing I just noticed here too, uh, Team i7 uh, sale here. Uh, looks like Hell Let Loose is on sale. That's a game I really enjoyed. We did an episode on it that uh, it did not fully record, unfortunately, so don't know if we'll be able to release that one. But uh, that's actually on sale for twenty two forty nine instead of the normal, I think, 40 bucks. Uh, no, no, uh, 30 bucks, I think, is what it normally is. It's 25% off right now. Um, and I found a bundle specific for you there, Chunk. Oh, no. Call oh, of Duty God. Black Ops Franchise Pack, 160 bucks. Oh, my God. The original Black Ops and all Black Ops 2 and all, of, like, 90 DLCs they came out with. Oh, yeah, I see that here. Well, and that's... They don't even include... It doesn't look, look like they even include, like, three or four in this. They just, it's just one and two. Just for bucks. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I'm actually also kind of looking forward to is getting an update on what the new Call of Duty is going to be. Uh, I'm looking at this image. Why the fuck are there like triplanes in World War? I? Oh, I know why. Because uh, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Two, they had 
a zombies edition that was uh, World War One. I. I was sitting here like, why do they have World War One airplanes in here? That's right, they had um, a World War One DLC for zombies that I had for Call of Duty Two, Black Ops Two. That, that was a lot of fun. Played a lot of. That. I feel like they're just trying to get you to buy this based on the length of the list, but if you actually look deeper, it, there's it's like half are just personalization packs, so yeah. just skins. Yeah, I I would not justify actually buying it, but um, especially since I have all of these, I think, except for the personalization packs on... um, Yeah, there's like Asian Flags of the World Calling Card Pack, Aqua Personalization Pack, African Flags of the World Calling Card Pack. Uh, Really, it ends after the map packs and all that ends after Revolution. (laughs) So, uh, Bacon Personalization Pack, wonder what that's going to be. Um... So yeah, I, just looking at at this, yeah, I would not justify. I would not be justified spending that kind of money, especially since I think I had the core content on 360 for all of them anyway. So, I mean, do they still have the multiplayer servers even running for these games? I don't know. I do remember though. I spent so much fucking time playing the zombies, uh, Alcatraz level, like way more than I'm proud to admit. Like it was me and like three other guys from college we would just play that all the time and sometimes there'd be six of us so it's like fuck it guess we're playing multiplayer and now it's just down to three of us because the others all got busy and had kids and got married and shit and um well one's married and has kids huh i did all those things and i'm still sitting here talking to you yeah well you know one another one also got married and has kids and stuff and he still plays with us the others are just really fucking busy or they just don't want to be friends anymore. I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> all right. So it looks like we got some good shit on humble bundle. Uh, Phil, you want to do, uh, either, either Phil or Lindsay, you want to do the, uh, weekly EA bash of the week. EA bash. Yeah. Basically we just EA shit on EA on like right towards the end of the episode. And, oh, um, I don't just, know if they've hurt me recently. I guess I bought Anthem at full price, so that still hurts. Why? Uh, it looks so promising, and actually, it is it is a fun game, but like it died so fast. Yeah, because oh, it, it wasn't very good on launch. No. <laughs> Aren't they reworking it into like a free game now? So it's got to sting even more. Yeah. Well, they're they're going to re-release it, like, and it's going to be a different but same game i don't i don't know oh, they're still gonna charge for it yeah. yeah i think they're gonna start reselling it and uh, i'm not gonna buy it twice so hopefully the people that already have it get to play the new version of it but i kind of doubt it yeah it sounds like me anything to do yeah yeah i know being here's a shitty game want to buy a second shitty game a second time around <laughs> we promise yeah. we won't burn you this time i guess if there's anyone out there that is good at making memes i thought of because I've been playing Overwatch, I thought of a funny meme where it's uh, it's Reaper but uh, from Overwatch, but with EA, uh, with the logo from EA. And he says, bye, 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 instead of die, die, die. <laughs> I, I, I'm not good at memes, but like if I could make one, that would be it. Yeah. Uh, with Anthem, I know uh, Beans from the Jedi Fallen Order episode, he, he uh, bought, he actually pre-ordered Anthem. 
and then tried to get me to buy Anthem, and I said, I don't want to buy Anthem, and I don't think anyone bought Anthem, and I think he played it a whopping three or four hours. Um, so based on his review of Jedi Fallen Order, I'm assuming this one is a bad game. Oh, no. If you talk to him, it's still a great game. Like, I've asked him before about it. It's a good game. I've never heard him shit on a game before that he bought, so... Uh, so yeah, that is, uh, what we got on Humble Bundle, and, uh, that is our EA hate of the week. Uh, EA probably gonna make you buy a second game. They put out one, one game that wasn't so good, they're gonna remake it and probably make you buy it again, so you'll buy two (laughs) shitty games for the price of two. Uh, so we'll go ahead and wrap the episode here, I think, this week. Phil, Lindsay, thanks for coming on this week and talking about Animal Crossing and telling us about your retirement plan of selling turnips and uh, selling them for drug money. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, well, let me rephrase that. Lindsay, my understanding was that the turnips were the drugs for you. Yeah, they are the drugs. This is true. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for coming on and talking about that. Uh, Zach, uh, for Zach, I'm going to go ahead and just close out for him because he might be dying. We're not really sure. Uh, we'll, we'll... I'm in danger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> um, I'll, I, we'll check on him next week. He'll be fine, I'm sure. Uh, so for, for uh, Zach, a.k.a. Shockwave, I am Brent, a.k.a. Chunkasaurus Rex. Everyone have a good night. Bye. Did you get a DUI? Maybe you got caught trying to shoplift 42 lottery tickets from a gas station? Hell, maybe you dumped a dead tree in your neighbor's yard. Sounds like you need to call the law offices of Crazy Eddie. Crazy Eddie will take your case on and explore all options available to win. Did other lawyers tell you bribing a jury is a bad idea? That's why you don't go to other lawyers. Crazy Eddie guarantees he will win your case or you get a free bearskin rug. Just don't ask where he got it. Again, for all your legal needs, that's the law offices of Crazy Eddie. Only licensed to practice law in Uzbekistan.